for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till I die Hey, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode, episode 65 of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me, as always, are my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Great. And back again as a special guest. He's uh, making, I think, his third uh, entry on the show. Say hello to Dan. Welcome back to the program, Dan. Hello, hello. And thank you again for having me. It's always an awesome time being here. Hell Always yeah. welcome back on here. Yeah, it's funny. Me and Tom, we did a, the movie pod this morning, so uh, it's just like been only a few hours. It's like we're, we're you know we're back again. And we you know it's like we back in left. the saddle again. Back in the saddle. <laughs> so today uh, we're doing another brewery spotlight. This one out of Lacombe, Alberta, which as Tom uh, helped uh, friendly point out uh, is uh, roughly between is a Red Deer and Edmonton, just kind of between yeah. those cities. So it's a small town, just north of Red Deer. Yeah, there's probably people listening that you know are from Alberta. They know they know Lacombe, but for our interior listeners, they they're in the woods. If they so, yeah. probably know Lacombe, they know this brewery because that's pretty much the only thing there. Yeah, it's 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 and actually like when I was looking at information, like I, it gave me like the Lacombe tourism website. So yeah, this is a pretty popular brewery in Lacombe. We were saying before the show that actually their website, uh, blindmanbrewing.com, it's actually quite an interesting website. It's like very like interesting it's almost like parallax design the way when you scroll through it you know we were i was joking it looks kind of like a tech startup like marketing website or something uh, but they got a lot they got a lot of information they got all their beers uh they've even got less, all the information on like flavor profile um they have like the srm ogfg values um they've got quite a little quite a, quite a lot of information on there they've got uh, news and a little bit of the short video about their brewery and and their organization who's who works there and stuff so um yeah they've got they've got a lot of stuff there they're pretty popular in lacombe uh, local community focused craft brewery um, and they've also got of course products available all across Alberta and various uh, liquor stores I assume Tom that's sort of where you got hooked up with this was uh, was it your I actually, Sherbrooke? No I actually went to the Safeway Liquor beside me they oh. actually this all came in a variety pack surprisingly. Ah yes. Oh, I was cool. really happy I was like oh wow they have their own like mixed pack that they finally put out which is kind of because the beers that we're trying today have a very wide array like I was yeah. very impressed by, it. I was like, wow, this covers like a lot of different aspects. It's not like your typical, like it's like different ales or anything like that, or different kind of loggers and pilsners. We have like, we're trying like a sour today, a Nipa and a Cascadian dark ale. Like yeah, this cool. really kind of spreads apart part of it. And uh, I always thought about it because like the first time, if you ever look on our Instagram page, I used to do the 6am beer review. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first one I did was actually from blind man. And it was about the kettle sour. And that's like what most people know this brewery for is that like, cause that one's really good. If you like, like your sour beers, like that's a really great, straightforward sour. It's not like really much too fruity. Like it doesn't have that like too fruity of a taste, but it has like a tartness to it, which is really cool. nice. And they also, I also did another one. It was like the next step, 6 a.m. beer review I did. And I think they have like an Imperial coffee stout and it came in a tiny little can, like an espresso cup and that you would, and it was like this 10% beer. And I remember a drink and I was like, this tastes really good. But I think if you had like anything more than like this little can, you'd be pretty done. Yeah. They're, uh, I'm just on their website now and I noticed 
the they have a nitro version of the cherries and raspberry sour. Um, so obviously, it's on it's on tap there. Yeah, um, that makes but sense. nitro beers are always very smooth and delicious. And yeah. I would like we haven't tried obviously the uh, yet yeah, the cherries and raspberry sour, but to see that they have a nitro version, I'm like I, I just want to go to Lacombe right now and get into yeah, this. The, the nitro ones are great, I, especially like I know here and here in Ottawa, the Ottawa Valley, you get like the the Calabogie Stout. Where it's like shake the can, and you, yep, you think it's yeah. weird. You're like, oh, I got to shake the can before opening, but then you then you but crack it. Hard. But, yeah, pour hard. Yeah, and then you get the great cascading effect. It's like, oh, beautiful. Um, I so am today, slightly obsessed with this website. Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> today, I'll keep 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 perusing the website. Uh, but I'm just going to say today we're going to be talking uh, three beers uh, from Blind Man Brewing. Uh, first, firstly, we're going to be talking cherries and raspberries sour. Following that up with the um, juicy and hazy New England pale ale, and and lastly the uh, Cascadian dark ale um so before we get into the actual first beer as as dan kind of suggested last episode who's on why don't we kind of just do our little game of what which beer do we think we're gonna like the most or what do we think is gonna be the winner today so i know what um, you're gonna like you know what i'm gonna like what do you think i'm gonna i know like? what you're gonna the cascadian dark ale that's gonna be your beer I, I'm interested in that one. I do. I, I've had, I do like my black IPAs. Um, and I, I think the cherry and raspberry sour. I mean, I, lately I've been kind of back on the sour wagon. So I wonder if that one's just going to really, um, but all these beers, uh, I don't want to spoil the, you know, the social media scores. Although there's not a lot of information there, but uh, all these rate pretty well um, in terms of, of values. So we've been on a good streak recently. Like every episode we've done the last like three or four, like all the beers have been really good. Like the last one we did, um, we were like, these beers rock. We were like, this, this is great. Uh, the one, the ones today look good. And we've also got Dominion city soon. And I think all those are going to be great too. So I'm like, we were on a good streak of really good craft beers. Um, it's a lot better than sometimes we do these. And then we're like two of the beers. We're kind of like, eh, like no bull yeah. Valley loggers today, folks. Nothing like God, that. God, no. I was going to say it, it makes you uh, the whole, you know, the whole point of being a, the objective kind of beer analysis uh, or like rating kind of thing. And you're like, wow, we've just gone, you know, a couple of weeks with all like 100 percenters or like good hitters. And like, I don't know, maybe people are starting to question the objectiveness of this. Yeah, like you said, know, they're like, sometimes what's going you, just, on? <laughs> you get on a streak, right? Like the just like a sports team or something yeah. you, you, you string together 10 wins and you got a you got a special thing going on. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Tom, what do you think is going to be the winner? Oh, I think, well, I'm being biased here. I think that the New England Pale Ale is going to be the winner. Yeah. It says juicy and hazy on it, so you know it's good. It's a hit. A hit is a hit. Hits, hits. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm a sucker for the juicy and hazy, uh, yeah. well, especially in the Nipas, uh, when you get into oh, that yeah. category. Um, but I am extremely excited for the cherries and raspberry sour. I'm not a huge, huge sour beer fan, but I've kind of been getting into them a little i guess more over the last like couple year or two mm -hmm. i was gonna say a couple years so yeah year or two um and the, just something about the can just makes it look so <laughs> appetizing um mm -hmm. the dark ale is definitely probably going to be uh i'm not a huge fan of of the dark ales and and, and black loggers and things like that so I mean, uh, open mind and like, you know, sticking to the objective nature of it. I'm excited to try it because it even says there's a little caption here, not a black IPA, better, better. Cool. So pretty confident. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Like, uh, you know, but I, yeah, I, I think um, truthfully, I think my favorite's going to be the sour. Sweet. Ooh, I think Al would have picked the sour. Yeah, probably. He I would have been so all over this, like yeah. white on rice. And uh, without further ado, yeah, let's kick it off. Cherries and raspberry sour. 
It's a can. This can, yeah, this can. I wanted to point out one thing that I really caught my eye just right now is that the sticker on it, how it uses really good negative space around it. It has like a yeah. jagged edge to it, and it looks like how it is, so it doesn't look too much like a sticker around it. What, why is the edge shaped like that? Is there like is there like a I river no, or something that goes through? It, like it kind be. of looks distinct or something. I, it could just be for this special can. Yeah, I it's almost real, like a. Yeah. There's almost but like a also holographic, it. like a thing to it, like the, where it says "Blind Man Brewing." It has this like kind of hollow, pinkish yes. red, purpley reflectiveness. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, kind yeah, of snappy. True. Very yeah. nice. Also, I will say on the another can, it has the same kind of sticker cut out for it, which mm-hmm. I like. I think it looks really good. But it does have the IBU as a four. The SRMs are a three, so it's pretty light. It has the original gravity and final gravity. This is a 4.5 ABV. Yeah. This isn't too heavy at all. And for a sour, I don't think that's really too heavy at all anyways. But yeah, I really cool. like how like the kind of powder pink that it uses around it with the holographic like pink as well over yeah. top of it. It looks very nice. It contrasts pretty well. Fruit and sour beer. Greater friends you'll never find. Delicious, ex- expansive, and complex, and well, just beautiful in your glass or on your tongue. We've taken both tart, sweet cherries and melded them with raspberries to create something that we really hope you'll find refreshing and juicy. Be well. Oh, man. I love this. I love the little, like, kind of stencil sketchings they have of all the different, like, um, mm-hmm. like different. Um, Flay like fruit in this. So they have the cherries and and the and the, the raspberries. raspberries, and they've got like the leaves and stuff too. Like it looks, yeah, like, it looks pretty slick. This that like line of, art. Yeah, it looks like almost like a like a coffee shop, a '90s coffee shop print or something. I don't know how to describe that art style, like the Java art style or whatever. Uh, it looks it looks c- cool, really pleasant looking. Um, the cherries and raspberry style, the little cursive font they have on it. It looks it looks pretty sweet. It's um, kind of a you know what it reminds me of actually is like a Wes Anderson movie poster. Yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah, I was it just looks about almost to like say a... almost. Sorry, go on. No, 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 go ahead. I was gonna. This reminds me now that you said that of as the, um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, that's what it yeah, kind it's... of reminds the background of it. I was gonna say it looks it almost doesn't even look like a beer, it looks like almost like a rose can or like a wine mm-hmm. can or something. Yeah, like you could so... mistake this. Yeah, it's cherries, um... artisanal cherry soda. Yeah, yeah. dig this it. Is interesting. Yeah, this looks dope. Um. Why don't we uh, go ahead and get the scores? I'm very anxious to kick this off. I want to drink this can. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> drink this can. I want to drink it. Not the, not the beer inside. I just want to <laughs> melt the can down, the liquid aluminum, and I want to aluminum, and I want to drink that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love how much details they put on it. I love the kind of fun, chatty copy description. I like when the breweries put, like, the, the SRM and, like, the original gravity, final gravity, all the, like, technical de- details what i find interesting is on the actual website they have like a little flavor profile it's not on here so i mean you can just say well it's probably cherries and uh, raspberries i guess but like <laughs> i like to see that i'm surprised it's not on there but i guess maybe there's not enough space to fit it all on um but the sticker looks cool love the colors i'm gonna go ahead and give it uh an eight i think it's i think it's quite solid good score nice that's a good score i'm gonna give it a 7.5 just straight shooting today yeah straight shooter um any any uh justification or background or you just or is it on to me straight shooting (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is all 7.5 next um okay so on on to me um yeah oh i really like john score i i i'm kind of feeling the the eight i think uh yeah yeah let's go with eight it's it's solid it's good 
just solid. I'm gonna I'll be a straight shooter too, but I'm gonna ramble about it, and that's the extent of my rambling. But yeah, cool. eight, eight for me. Nice. Oh, guess what time oh, it is? Beautiful. ASMR. Are you ready? Get ASMR. the hell. Are you ready? ASMR audience. I want to rub my microphone like they do. Or like they see like whatever the silly putty. I've seen yeah. that now on TikTok. Silly I like, putty. Yeah, they like, I don't know, the ASMR of the sound of no, silly like putty being squished. Anyhow, in the count of three, two, one, crack them. Not bad. Explosion, Let's see how this dude. smells. Don't inhale the beer, John. Woo! That fucking Rush Golden Ale last week, it like fucking blew up on me. I've never had a beer like, yeah. explode like that. You know, because it's just, it's Rush. It's like big on the raspberry, uh, raspberry yeah. on the on the smell palette. Oh, the color's quite oh. light. Yeah, I was going to say, this looks like, I thought it was going to be pink, like not going to lie. Yeah. But this has like a kind of a dark yellow. I guess you could say it has like a hint smells of pink. great. But it smells pretty refreshing. Let's see how it tastes. Pretty sizable head. Yeah, color's kind of like a very pale, like yellow, pink, almost like a mix of like a beer and like an apple juice or something. This doesn't taste bad. I uh, so the fact that like I think the can just totally kind of fooled me because I actually don't Mm. really like raspberries. I don't. Mm. Sorry, I like them, but I'd never prefer them. I don't pick them. It's definitely not my favorite berry. Um, And I I, and I was really secretly hoping that cherries was going to be like the more kind of pronounced flavor. Uh, and then when I smelt it, went on a little like, oh, no, it's going to be raspberries oh. and it's going to be like just super tart and whatever. And then mm-hmm. tasted it. And then it's like a little bit of raspberry. And then as soon as you hit that raspberry, it like pulls it back. It's not as tart yeah. and kind of makes it nice and even. Uh, and it's like very the, the cherry kind of sneaks in afterwards. And it's not it's like raspberry forward, but just for like a split second. And then it just finishes on this really nice, well-balanced start, starts with a raspberry. It reminds me of this is like a deep cut, but Keith sold um, like an infuser for your beer. So it's like, oh, you could put like berries and pour it through. It'll make like a, it didn't really work very well, but um, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it came like a case of it came with like this like glass infuser thing. It didn't really work at all. But um, like what I imagine that would have tasted and looked like, this is what it looks like to me. This is like almost like an infused like light beer, yeah. um, very mild fruit flavor, but it feels like very kind of natural and refreshing. It feels like they actually put. I can taste like the actual like filtered berry like mush that they had in this, and then like kind of pulled out like it's um, the puree. Yeah, and it's 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 not it's not too uh, like, transparent. Um, I mean, there's no particle or anything like that. But um, yeah, really good flavor, much lighter than I was thinking. Like, and yeah. the fruit flavor is not super tart. It's not like a goza, or not too, oh, it's salty, not like tarty. It's not like it's, um, no. Do you remember what we had from the left field brewery at the go ahead the first yeah. goza? That was like kind of similar, but this has. I feel like less aggressive, like tartness. Yeah, that one was a lot sharper. That was a good one, but yeah, this one and that one had also like the hibiscus a little bit in it. This one doesn't have that. This one is um, very mild, very refreshing. I would drink this. You on could ta- almost yeah. call this. I like would a have rose. this. Yeah, I would have this nitro. This would be fucking crushable. Oh, like nitro one of these. So smooth. Oh nitro. man, this would be rock. This would rock. I, I like this, man. This is good. Yeah. great, very nice. Hmm. Yeah, for the first kind of introduction to the Damn. the Lacombe brewing uh, brewing scene, or yeah, or I guess the, the Alberta brewing scene for me, anyways. I've had to Rony to Lacombe next time I come to Edmonton, or <laughs> big time. <laughs> How far uh, is Lacombe from Edmonton? Like twenty minutes, an hour? Or? No, it's like it's just going about an hour and a bit. Mm. Like Panoka's an hour. Yeah. Okay. So like Red Deer is like 
if you really take your time, it's two hours. It's like an hour and 45. Yeah. So within that range, it's pretty nice. It's just off. You see the sign for it right off highway two going south mm -hmm. from here. And that's where I used to, you see it. Like it says like businesses that have like a gas station and it'll say right beside it, blind man brewing. Man, this is great. Amazing. I love this. Really good yeah. flavor. Yeah. I kind of wish, like, I mean, it's a beautiful day. It's a little chilly, but it was like a really nice day. And then I was like, I could be crushing this on a patio right now and be like the happiest man alive. Yeah. This would be really good. Um, this would be great. I would crush this in a baseball game or a sporting event for sure. This yeah. would this would uh substitute my canned rosés, that's for sure. I would have this. <laughs> Nothing will substitute the canned rose, John. That's true. Very true. Um, yeah, flavor wise taste. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. I'm going to give it a, whew, I'm going to give it a nine. I think this is really good. Very surprising, not overtly tart or, or just, uh, you know, overtly complex or bitter. It's just not too aggressive. I feel like to me, I, this is more of like a, I like my sours that are a bit more mild that almost taste more like beer. And this to me actually is like that. I was expecting, as Tom said, like that left field hibiscus, uh, the go ahead one. I was expecting more of that and this isn't like that at all. So uh, quite a nice surprise. Tom, do you want to go next? Oh yeah. I'm going to give this an eight. This is pretty tasty. The more I drink it, the more it better it tastes. Yeah. That's what I, I'm like, just, I keep sipping. I'm like, Oh, this is actually, this is flowing right now. Oh yeah, man. This is great. So I don't I, I'm I'm feeling conflicted and I don't know if it's for the if I should like how it should affect my score on the taste or the likely to recommend side. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think I think if you love sours, you're not really going to love this. Yeah, it's, that's fair. I personally do because I don't like sour sours. And I don't like that, like strong, especially with raspberries. So to me, I want to give this like, oh, for a sour, like, you know, 11 out of 10. Um, but I think, you know, trying to just be on the objective side and whatnot. Like, I know there's obviously a, a, a wide range of it, but uh, I could see people who generally who are like all about the sours not being maybe super into this or, or you know, thinking it's kind of mediocre-ish. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I don't know whether maybe that goes into likely recommend or just like taste. Um, so for that kind of uh, indecisiveness, I'm going to give 7.5. Ooh, fair enough. Yeah, that's very um, likely to recommend. Uh, I'm going nine and a half. This is recommendable. Wow. Who the hell wouldn't drink this? <laughs> it's, um, I mean, yeah, your sour snobs like would be the excluding 0.5, but like yeah, everyone would like bad. this. I could give this to anyone. They'd be like, wow. What a surprise. I was expecting to pucker my lips and drink this. It's quite crushable. It's quite smooth. Almost like a late. This is ostensibly a late beer. I would I would drink this. This is great. I think pretty much anyone I can think of if I gave this to them without giving them much information, they took a sip. They'd be like, wow, what is this? Like they would actually like be like, I need to know what this beer is. Um, yeah, really, really excellent. Yeah, good. Good uh, supporting evidence, John. Yeah. I want to give it a I'm giving it a seven point five solely because i think like the uh, the sour snobs wouldn't really like this as much that's like this is this is a great introduction to people that have never really had a yeah. sour or they, or they think that things might be like they don't have this is getting your toes into the sour world like people i love sour things like i love sour candy and stuff and this is like perfect for it i know mm -hmm. other people that like their tart or like their lemonine kind of stuff would might even prefer this yeah what about you dan so yeah, I think I'll 
I do think it tastes delicious. And like John said, who, who wouldn't like this? Um, but then just to balance out the fact that the people who want a really tart sour will probably not like it as much. Uh, I think eight and a half is my um, kind of middle ground for that. Eight and a half. Cool. Cool. And uh, let's not forget the modifier this time, guys. <laughs> uh, are you well, guys if you remember it, then you'll give it. <laughs> I'm actually not giving a modifier because I think I gave pretty like aggressively high score, and uh, I, it didn't like. Su- I mean, a mild surprise, but I wasn't like, wow. Like, I think my score is pretty, pretty goddamn good. So I, I think it's, I think it's fine. I will also not give the modifier. I think it's, I, I, a, I gave fairly balanced scores. I think everyone kind of scored it pretty well and it does fit, you know, kind of specific um, yeah. flavor profiles and, and kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think people that again, love sours might not find it sour enough, um, but it is damn like accessible and drinkable and crushable and pretty delicious. And if you like tr- cherries and raspberries and like the perfect balance of both, you're going to like this. But yeah, so all I have to say, no modifier. How about you, Tom? No mods. No mods. mods. Moving on. Moving on. Up next, we have Blind Man's New England Pale Ale. Juicy and hazy. Oh, no. You guys guys went through that so fast. I've got another glass for this one. I forgot to to mention goddamn social media scores. So cherries and raspberry sour. Uh, 4.5 beer advocate, not enough scores to give it a, an average rating. Uh, Untapped gave it into 3.72. Very good scores. I also okay. want to say, say that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we're talking cans. Uh, go at Domestic Pints only at Instagram. We post the can pictures there. So, if you, you know, some of these beers you don't have available on hand, you can actually go there and actually see what we're talking about, see the can. Uh, the website of the breweries in the notes, too. So you can check that out and, and, and get some more detail if you want as well. But uh, yeah, th- I love I love this can, Tom. I think this is cool. Reminds me of like, the box or the, yeah, the nuggets. Um, Rainbow kind of yeah, style. I was just about to say this has, no. Actually, this is like the old the San Antonio Spurs. Mm. Oh, right. Because yeah. they had the old ones with the blue, the pink, and the yellow. Yeah. They had. That's real. I want to get one of those jerseys next. I actually, my mom just got me a, an Allen Iverson one for my birthday because she was in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. I told Amazing. her, I'm like, pick me up a pick me up a Sixers jersey. I need it for my collection. And you got an Iverson one? That's so perfect. Yeah, I gotta have Iverson. Why would you get anybody else? Unless you're a but yeah, I love fan, this. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Or you're a James Harden fan. James now. Harden, yeah. <laughs> was it the uh, the Simmons old Spurs? Fan. <laughs> was it the old Spurs jerseys? That was the uh, the kind of the rainbow. Yeah, I had the three colorway on it. It was like okay. a teal, yellow, and yeah, pink yeah. on it. Actually, that's yeah, just like, like you can get a colors, white backer. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a great. I like how they kind of more accentuate the blind man logo. You can see like yeah. the little growler mug jug that's floating oh, yeah. in the water, and it has oh, the forest yeah. around it. Cool. It's really that's pretty much their logo. It's, I like to say yeah. this is that's the game with a beer like this, squeezing every possible drop of that tropical citrusy mind expanding wonder out of beautiful hops and sticking it into this can. That's the whole game. We could tell you how we do it or why it ends up so hazy or how we have a big grain bin sitting outside full of specialty base malt deciding solely to this beer. Or we could just tell you how best part of our day is opening up a fresh bag of hops and getting that oh so satisfying blast of hop aroma. But what we'd rather do 
is simply ask you to open this beer, take a long breathe in, and a nice swig, and let the beer do the talking. Damn. Trust us. I like that. I will like to say it does say contain barley wheat notes. Very confident. I love that. Like, copy. Oh. it's like this beer is gonna put you in your chair, slap you in the face. Like, oh man, I'm I'm so. Yeah, they're big swinging dicks right now. The but, Derek uh, style reminds me of those like '90s like pop or uh, soft drink like labels or whatever. Yeah, like, the kind of like, so <laughs> like the yeah, yeah, like the water cups that you. Yeah, to get exactly. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, oh. I there's actually like two like all, what you just read, Tom, is in three paragraphs. Or I guess four, if you include like the trust us part. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, yeah. as much as I I love the description, like that's a lot of text for a yeah, beer can. Pretty that wordy, was a yeah. lot of text. <laughs> just like you to need say, to hear you us. <laughs> Some whoever designed this can's like you need. It's I like how it's it's much different from the other can, even though it's like the same logo kind of overall design. Like the other can has like with the sticker label, it's just presented differently, kind of shorter text. This one is like full can. Remember this. The design like on the, it looks quite slick, though. I, I, think. I, I, I will like to say, yeah. Sorry, go on, Dan. No time. You go. You go. Oh, I was just going to say, this is only a thir- thirty-five IBU. So it's going to be a little bit better in a five-point-five AB uh, SRM, and it's a five-point-five ABB as well. And it has like this uh, typical average uh, original gravity and final gravity. But yeah, this is. I really like this color scheme. What about you, yeah. Dan? Yeah, the uh, the can, the color scheme. The front of the can, like where the the main kind of uh, like logo design is and and lettering, love it. It's great, um, and I can tell it's like a wrap, but it doesn't feel like a sticker like some of those kind of cans do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, like, pretty seamless. It's just super solid. The paragraphs on the back is taking it down a notch for me. Oh, really? It's it's just too. Yeah. It's like a little too much. I love the description. Um. Even from like the cherries and raspberry. Like, really, all beer and all wine and all booze, like, everything should have some sort of description about what it tastes like. There's nothing more kind of, like, frustrating or annoying trying to find a bottle of wine in, like, the the liquor store. And you're like, okay, well, like, what kind of Chardonnay? Or, like, what does this taste like? And then you, like, you try to read a description, oh, yeah. and, and, and there's just like, nothing. It's like the, the my history of the wine. This. Yeah, like the vineyard. It's like, no one cares. Just tell <laughs> yeah. me what it tastes like. I don't care exactly. you're dumb grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, I, I do I love that. I think you should yeah. give people a heads up about kind of, like, what you're getting into or, like, what you think or what they were trying to do even so you know if it was, like, a hit or a mess. Um, but, like, I don't want to read a short story um, on my beer can. So a, li- a little... A little disappointing, I guess, in that sense. But the the art, yeah, it's like pop art meets '90s meets pointillism meets yeah everything. It's it's a it's a snappy snappy design. It really captures your eye. That's what I really like. Yep, about big it. time. Especially the waviness of it. Uh, I want to kick off scoring for this. I'm giving this a nine. Nice. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going in hot as well, and I'm I'm kind of like the opposite of Dan. I love being aggressively emotionally appealed to. So I'm giving it an eight and a half. I, I like this a little bit more than the cherry one. Um, but at the same time, like, I think what you said is fair. Like there isn't really a whole lot otherwise. And it's, it is kind of like hard to read. Like it's just a lot of text and there's not a lot of visual information in terms of the beer profile itself. Like um, again, like I, I like the fact that on the website, they have like little pictures showing the flavors and I kind of like seeing that stuff on cans makes it a little bit more accessible in a way. Uh, but I still really dig this. I think the color and it looks quite slick and the shape of it and how it's incorporated on the other side with the text very, very nice can very seamless as, as mentioned 
I think uh, something we really haven't, I guess, mentioned, but we, we've talked about the uh, the art itself. But like now that I'm kind of like just looking at it and kind of sitting there and in the fact that it says like, you know, New England Pale Ale, juicy and hazy. The artwork is totally like hazy. It just throws off yeah. that like uh, very hazy, almost like you know Tofino, uh, like uh. SoCal kind of surfy like vibe. So yeah, it's Definitely like, like it's Bayside High. Yeah, yeah, AC Slater. Totally, yeah, actually, yeah, like definitely Saved by the Bell vibes. Yeah, yeah. it's that it's that '90s like soft drink art, whatever. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, or like, uh, what was that show, like Ghost Rider, or that kind of like, where it's like the, you know, neon colors, MTV, Nickelodeon, yeah. like those like, kind of like weird, uh, like slimy kind of art and like neon colors, um, but not neon, like very subdued and kind of a little more like, uh, I don't know, like more hazy colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, score for me. So I, I hmm, yeah, that's a tough one with all the, the lettering. I think I'm going to still give it an eight because nice. of all the other things but it, the lettering pulled it down from thing. being yeah a you're right or higher like you didn't need that much just to be like you need to taste this that's pretty yeah. much what they just said you should taste this but they made this whole spiel about you should taste this all right anyhow how about uh, I'll, oh I'll crack- you want to crack them yeah, I feel I feel like in a crack in, I feel like in a silly cracking mood all right yeah. ASMR pay attention folks the count of 3 Two, one, crack them. Not bad. Okay, so let's do what it said. You got to inhale this, John. Ooh, this is the one time I'll let it go great. away. Ooh, Ooh that cascade hop. Hello. <laughs> Alrighty, let's see how it pours. That has juicy, hazy IPA or uh, it looks well, like fucking orange juice. Nipa, so. but yeah, it's the smell is. Yes, this does look point. like a a bit Hopeless of a good orange juice. Yeah, like a transparent orange. Like a little bit less. Kind of like Sunny D almost. Yeah, yeah, like a Sunny D color. Oh, great head. This is a beer. This is a good IP. Like, I like (laughs) This is a beer. I need a good inch head on it, and I'm set. Like, it just looks good. Let's see how it tastes. Smells good. Kind of has a bit of like a B.O. smell. I don't know. It has like a little bit of a dankness to it. It's kind of weird. Honestly, the the smell in the glass was way different than the smell of the can. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's from the previous sour that we drank, though. No, I'm using a different glass. This oh, reminds me I re- because I just drank this yesterday. This is reminding me a lot of the aromatherapy by Beyond the Pale. Very hoppy, um, much more bitter than I was expecting. This is good. This tastes way smoother than I expected. I was expecting yeah. a lot more bitterness though, because the 35 IBU, I was like, all right, that's kind of like standard. Like is, when I see 40, yeah. 45, 35, if I see like 30 or lower though, that's when I know it's like a light, like not as bitter for a for a pale ale this is like so a less I'm, balanced aromatherapy to be honest like to me it just tastes just like it i just had it yesterday so i'm like oh it's like aromatherapy like it it does give me that flavor but aromatherapy definitely has a lot more uh i know you said like balance but like yeah like aromatherapy has that more bitter hoppy vibe yeah. like dry hop vibe what's uh i wish in one of these three paragraphs that they wrote that they mentioned the type of hop yeah that exactly yeah, yeah. Be- because i'm I'm getting almost like black licorice vibes in here. Yeah. Yeah. Same. A little bit. Yeah. Or like a knees kind of uh, kind of vibe, which is really weird for a, a juicy, hazy IPA. Like there's like a, a, a dark kind of like flavor to it. Yeah. It's um the flavor of it's interesting because it's um it's not yeah. sharp, though, to me. 
That's what I'm getting no. from it. G- g- like definitely getting like uh, grapefruit flavor for sure. Um, yeah, it's not like pungent. It's not like overly bitter. This is weird. This is almost yeah. like a freaking. You could almost call this like a session IPA. It's like a stone fruit my kind of flavor too, for sure. Um, yeah, to me, it's almost like more like an American pale, like, like the aromatherapy. It's just like a little yeah. bit less balanced. It's like a little bit more. Uh, it's got less, more I guess, fruit. Yeah, more fruit. Like it's definitely sweeter. Um, but yeah, it's almost a little bit. I, I mean, I guess it's a little juicy. It's just. I almost like think bit... that it's funny because I think we're on maybe a slightly <laughs> different uh, page. I almost think this is more like Goose Island West Coasty. Yeah, it's more dry like, almost. Like okay, I'm whole hands up in the air when people tell me that this is a West Coast IPA or an <laughs> East Coast IPA. I'm like, that doesn't tell me anything anymore because I've had West Coast yeah, IPAs the, that taste drastically different from yeah, others. like they taste like so juicy and refreshing. I don't really taste so dry. And then other I think like, oh, uh, it's supposed to taste like fucking sand. It's just the hops <laughs> used. It's like Citra versus uh, Cascade or whatever. Yeah, mm. and and I think it's like the majority, right? Because we I think we talked about this before on one of the other episodes of like, oh, this is a West Coast IPA, but it doesn't taste like a West Coast IPA. So I think there is still a flavor profile that we kind of associate with a West Coast IPA or an East Coast yeah. or, or NEPA or New England or whatever. Well, I guess that is a, a NEPA, but um, yeah, I think there's there, like, you know, the, the majority of beers that are made in this way taste or have this similar like kind of flavor profile. So like to me, this seems like a less bitter or less hoppy Goose Island yeah. IPA. Yeah, to me, like you could tell me this is like an APA or a West Coast IPA, and I wouldn't even be surprised. Like, I'm not getting like the very mild, like some, you know, I'm getting a little bit of like mild, like citrus and stone fruit, and you know, this grapefruit there. But I mean, that being said, I I dig this quite a bit. I I like, I you know, I I like all my IPAs. I can make room for everything, but um, um, this one is quite crushable. Um, but definitely like not as uh, light and airy and smooth as the last one, certainly. Um, but I'm. I'm almost getting like no fruit out of it. I'm getting very light fruit, or maybe that. mango, like a, a milder, not a super sweet or flavorful it's, fruit. I think this is one time where all three of us are having like different parts <laughs> of our palate, like definitely <laughs> picking up different things. This is a definitely a very complex beer, and that's the case. Yeah, I'm digging this. It's kind of interesting because when we did, I think when we did aromatherapy on the Beyond the Pale together, we weren't as high on it, but I, I had it yesterday and I'm like, man, this is like nectar of the gods. Like, I don't know what I was thinking to give it such a low. And because I had it so recently and maybe it's coloring my taste, but I'm really digging this. Like, I actually like this. A little I bit love better, this. I think, than the cherry, this is uh, so good. I don't know yeah. what it is about it that it's not, it's not too strong. Yeah. 35 I think it has a really miles. great balance to it. Yeah, like most times when I see a NEPA, like you need, uh, I say 6%. And that, that's what a, a good NEPA has. Mm-hmm. But this is 5.5. It's a little under, but still, this has great flavor. It's nothing offensive. I wanted this also going to reflect my recommendation score, but I want to kick off score. I'm giving this a fucking nine. I love this beer. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in the same camp. I'm going nine. I'm, I'm actually digging this. Um, I think this is oh. really, really solid, uh, good flavors. Uh, the fruits there. Um, I, I like it more. I, I find a lot of like Nipahs uh, to me sometimes get a little bit too uh, elaborate and a little bit too overly sweet and fruity. And I like that this is a little bit kind of away from that a bit. Like on the on the Nipah side, this would be like a far left Nipah. Uh, so I, I I dig it. Dance I like you Dan. guys are tripping. <laughs> he's just like 
Wow. <laughs> That's all I heard. Wow. I almost Damn. spat out my beer. <laughs> Pulled an Owen Wilson. <laughs> We're just like the fucking body snatched people i uh yeah i mean i think usually i'm the one that's like you know over the top with the uh with the hazy ipa scores and yeah this is not doing it for me i i no, don't know fine. maybe i got a bad can or maybe there's something that did happen with the fucking uh what was it the the brewery did we had the the bad oh, can. The nickel brook the nickel brook yeah we had two can we had a can of a, a lager easy days no easy days like lager and yeah. like Mine was like Dom's was like looked like this. Well, a little bit like lighter, and then like mine was just like amber ale. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I don't think it's supposed to look like this. <laughs> and like the camera does generally make it a little bit yeah, like yeah. mine. I'm holding up like it looks different for me than the camera, but even then, his to me on the camera was like way different. Like his color, like every I was like, this is unbelievable. I've never seen like, and I was getting to describe the color. I'm like, does it look like this color? And he was like, no, it's like yellow. I was like, hmm. fuck, yeah. So it, yeah, it has I mean- happened. It tastes like I, I could see where they're coming from. Like if, if when I order a, a juicy and hazy, especially at Nipa, a I well, yeah, I mean Nipas are usually like I expect a little bit of more horsepower, like a yeah. six or six point five uh, alcohol percentage. But yeah, the flavor is just not it's not popping juicy for me. Yeah. Um it's much more drier than I think you'd think for. That's why I kind of said it was like a far quadrant Nipa, to be honest. It's not like. Yeah, I mean, taste wise. Yeah. Seven? You can say it. Say it. <laughs> yeah, That's go fine. bold. You know, be a straight shooter, respect it on both sides. You know, just go for it. Yeah. It's what you think, Dan. Remember yeah. that. Yeah. You know what, actually? 6.5. There you go. There you go. Fair enough. Got to speak Great. my heart here. Yeah. Speak, speak your truth. This just didn't cut it for you. No. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? I, I will put an asterisk that this could very well be potentially a bad can. Potentially. Could be. But could I be. think yeah. I don't I don't think so because I think it's kind of like I, I think I see what they're doing and I'm not super into it's it. But thing, yeah. yeah, I I I feel guilty and I feel bad for giving such no, such a score. Don't feel bad. We've given <laughs> beers like horrible scores. <laughs> Yeah, we're just like this is ass. <laughs> Bow Valley Logger, you're on notice, baby. Yeah. Co-op IPA. Co-op IPA is generally like one of the worst things I've ever drank. Like that Beaver right Ball now. Gin. Man, that is like, something. Beaver Ball Gin, a- Co-op IPA. It's like, eh, you know, tomato, tomato. You know, honestly. <laughs> Like, I can't believe people buy that. I remember seeing a skit of that where I used to work. And I remember being like, who's who's buying this? Yeah. Like, why? Why? Yeah. This is like a friend. Have you guys ever... Like uh, clearly. Have you had it on... I don't know if you've done it on the podcast, maybe, but I'll ask you if you've, if you've even tried it. Uh, Laurentide? I've heard of it. Is it a brewery, you mean? Laurentide? Uh, I don't think it's a brewery. Like probably like distributed by like Anheuser Busch or something. But it's a uh, oh, never had it. I, I want to say it's a Quebec. Uh, <laughs> AB. I don't it's think ABM uh, I've only found it. Oh, Molson Laurentide. You mean? Is it Molson? Yeah, it's by Molson Laurentide. Yeah. Wait, oh, it's, we Mol- be- it's actually Molson Laurentide. Like it's a it's a brand of. Well, Molson I think beer. they own it now. I think it's okay, yeah, yeah. like independent. But no uh, I've yeah. only ever found it in uh, Quebec Depeners. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's actually like a Quebec beer specifically. 
but uh definitely drank my my fair share of it in in university yeah, there's a few beers that are like nice. available in Quebec right now. Like O'Keefe is like a classic, like it was brewed in Ottawa in like the early yep. 1900s. Like I can only find bottles of O'Keefe at fucking like the Elmer IGM. Like I'm trying to find the can. <laughs> yeah. And even Bohemian, it's a proud like Saskatchewan oh, yeah, yeah, lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bohemian, yeah. they used to sell it in bottles near my place, the beer store. And only in bottles, it's gone. I've been trying to find cans, but they do sell near my house. They sell fucking, um, what is it? Molson Ice. And like that one is like extinct. Like it's the only place in Ottawa you can buy it is like the place near my house. And it's like there's like always like there's always like one or two two fours just sitting there. And I'm like, I I could buy it, but I'm like, how the hell am I gonna ship it a bottle of Tom? I'm like, I'd have to put an egg <laughs> carton and wrap it up the tape and something. I don't know. I could yeah. probably figure it out. Or one day, uh, one day we're gonna envelope. Do it. Yeah, exactly. You just need a lot of bubble wrap, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably just commit one box to the cause and see if it works. I yeah. think it, I think I believe it would. But what I did get was a uh, Paps Blue Ribbon Light, which you can only get Whoa. at the Carling Beer Store in Ottawa. I so I have I have a two four that. here uh, of of that PBR I, Light. Yes, yeah, I'm so excited. That and Bush Light together. Yeah, for some reason the Carling Beer Store just sells it. I don't know why. It's the only spot in Ottawa that sells it. It's like when I got the AGD, I had to go to the distribution center. I had to get like two fifteen packs. I was like, all right, I had to get like this. Only spot in Ottawa oh. that sells it. Yeah. Where's the beer store in Carling? Like, I'm trying to like picture it. Oh, Carlingwood, where the um, old Sears used to be, like uh, near the near Woodruff yeah. or whatever. Is yeah. it in the mall? Uh, no, it's across the street. There's like a separate little shopping center, and there's yeah. a, a is there a shoppers there. in there or like a Canadian Tire or something? There used, or there used to be used an to be... IG or there used to be an independent, I think. It's like a, oh, okay. like a, it's like a Starbucks beer store. Else yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. live okay, right yeah. around yeah. like down the street. From yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. You used to be your Green Bank. Yeah. Gotcha. No, like yep. the first house that I ever rented, like the first time I moved out on my own, that was like the first place that I lived was just down the street. Yeah, nice. Grant used to live near there. He used to live at the big plaza near Carlingwood, near that spot. That's decent location. You got like your groceries and yeah. beer store. I think there's an LCBO in that plaza too, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Or like yes, uh, one or two is. plazas down or something? Yeah, it's the same spot near the beer store. It's right there. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. So you got yeah, everything I- you need. For some reason, they sell Paps Blue Ribbon Light there. If you want your two fours of Paps Blue Ribbon Light, it's right there. And pretty good beer, got to say. I don't want to spoil you. Yeah. You have to listen to the I episode. Know, I'm we're excited. About yeah. That and Bush Light are going together. Oh, yeah. For an episode. Because those are Battle two heavy Titans. hitters. Bush Lattes. Yeah. yeah, Battle of Titans. Yeah, Bush Lattes. Bush Lattes? Yeah, that's what. In the Midwest, that's what they call Bush Light is Bush Latte. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually like hoping that bush. you had like a a beer cocktail kind of thing going on, but no, <laughs> no, they call it bush, bush latte to, to the point where Bush actually put it on the can. Yeah, no way. I'm Maybe a proud patron of the Bush Light Beer Drinkers Facebook group, and it's pretty great. <laughs> it's usually some so, like, like sad, depressed dad who's like divorced, posting a picture <laughs> of his can and like fuck Joe Biden. I'm like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Like I was listening to it like today, the previous episode that we mentioned it like on, on Thursday. And I remember being like, I can't believe John actually like subscribes to this. Like, well, I saw the meme of this guy. It started off. There's this guy shirtless. He's like, yeah, I drink Bush late. And yeah, I still get rock hard for my wife who I love. And I'm like, all right. And so I joined the Facebook group and they let me in. So now I'm in the group and it's, it's mostly just like divorced dads 
and like young women like thirst trapping and like divorced dads in the comments so it's like pretty much that's what the group is right now so it's pretty great stay it's kind away of like from all... my bush light <laughs> the politics are <laughs> the politics are a little suspect but they kind of you know there's a nice little reportee you know everyone everyone you know comes everyone approaches things you know the true americans at the end of the day we all like to go home and have a bush light you know who amongst us doesn't like that so bush light really just unites everyone together what can you say? So Absolutely. just a minor, minor quick side note, because um, I said beer cocktails and now I'm like, that's all I'm thinking about. Um, John, do you remember, uh, well, I guess it's like what, cafe, uh, like one up or level one or whatever, um, like the, the board game place that's like yeah. right on like what Waller or Nicholas or whatever. Yeah, right around right that spot. Um, used to be Minglewoods like yeah, back the in the old day. Minglewoods building, Lunenburg too. Yeah, yeah, Lunenburg. That's what it was. So when it like one of so Lunenburg had like four or five different owners, and they kept the yeah. same kind of name, but it, they the menu always changed. And one of the owners, or like one of their iterations, they had like a whole menu of beer cocktails. Oh really? And I they were phenomenal. Like there were a couple oh, wow. misses for sure, but they had like seven or eight cocktails that were like beer based. And they were like different, you know, different vibes, like, oh, okay, a little bit of lager, a little bit of IPA, like whatever. Um, but they were so good. And then they changed owners. And then that like the, you know, they went back to like a normal kind of like bar rail, whatever, with a few beers on tap. But like, that was the only place in Ottawa at the time. And I, I don't know if I've seen or been to anything lately that has a beer cocktail list. Actually, when I was at Vimy, like Vimy used to be near my place and they um, they would make beer. Co- they, when I went to, to pick up some beer, they had a whole like bar sheet of like beer cocktails like their cream ale. They would make a cream ale with their, um, something else. I can't remember. And it was OK. Like a, or like a cream, I uh, love yeah. a good beer, beer cocktail and like not too many places do. Like I like I said, I, I don't I can't think of anything off the top of my head that actually has it in Ottawa. The Sea Change Brewery in Edmonton does do a whole they have a whole menu of just beer cocktails with theirs. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably some my, individual that's still breweries my do it. Yeah, okay. It's rare to see bars do it, like kind of bars that sell like anything. They usually don't do that, but like a lot yeah. of breweries will actually do their own kind of. But like it's so like, you know like uh like why not? Like bartenders are always like talking about yeah. like oh we just like to meld these flavors and like you're gonna spend like I don't I don't gonna say hours, but like they make these weird you know simple syrup and hybridy like weird kind of things to add to like and I'm like. Well, if you want fruitiness and a little bit of bitterness, just add a little hazy IPA in there. And like, you know, why don't you play with that flavor profile? Yeah, the uh, the Vimy Brewing Company, they did. Um, it was the cream ale and it was like a shandy. So they did like the shandy oh, yeah. cream ale and it was, it was yeah, quite yeah. good. It was it was good. <laughs> um, they might be back and they might be back in my uh, good books because they've been following my my stories on Instagram. They stopped, them, <laughs> they stopped following us on, on Domestic Pines. <laughs> Vimy, if you're listening, please follow us again. Domestic Pines. I'll do a second oh, episode. Oh, God. Uh, Jesus, Why I can't they believe stop? they just stopped following. I was like, really? You're like a very small. Maybe it was maybe they brewery. just like accidentally. Who knows? I don't know. But they follow me, so you know, I have clapped, <laughs> my I thumb guess. slipped. My thumb, yeah. Who yeah, knows? Clearly, who's, clearly, who's among us. Um, <laughs> fuck, there was something I was going to mention, but I totally forgot. So who cares? Anyways, um, recommendation <laughs> oh, scores. I was going to say, do we do recommendation? Ranks? We did. I'm giving this an eight for recommendation. Okay. Yeah, I think Tom, you're in, that's a fair score because I think this is really good, but I also think it's just kind of a little bit harder to recommend than something like the the sour raspberry. I love had, this. So. Like this was great, yeah. but I think that some other people might not like it as yeah. much as we did. But I would definitely have again. I was with IPA heads. Like this is like one I would say, yeah, try this for sure. So, how about you, Dan? You're just like you guys are cuckoo, cuckoo bananas. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I actually can't think of someone I would like to recommend this to, except 
Tom and John because <laughs> they seem <laughs> to love it. Um, it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, very, very low. I would never order this again. And I don't even, and I'm trying to think of a type of person that I could recommend this to. And it, it's hard. Um, yeah. I, I guess I'll go seven. Okay, fair enough. That's generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if someone if 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 someone described like what do you like in a beer, and they described like kind of flat, not really bitter, not really fruity IPA, then mm. I guess yeah. And and it's it's probably for someone. It's just not for me, and I can't. If, like I just can't. Uh, if someone described, like I said, the the profile they're looking for, this I don't think would ever like pop into my head. That being said, though, any uh, modifier score? No mods. No mods. Negative modifier. <laughs> <laughs> Subtract <laughs> points. Can't can we do that? <laughs> can we? Can we can... No, I just I'm just joking. I I yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of riffing on like the uh, the idea of you know being completely objective and subjective. And I like the idea of like a negative modifier though, like a blam or an I feel like if you we were to do grounds. that, you have to have two people give the modifier for you someone to take away Ooh. one. Okay, I think that's fair enough in my exactly. Yeah, you have to have some balance in that sense. That or way, or almost like a, even. yeah, I guess like vote on it. Yeah, democratic negative modifier. We, I believe in our electoral system. It will lead us <laughs> to victories. Like, all right. <laughs> the people never led us astray. Anyways, that was a New England pale ale. And now we're transitioning to an interesting beer, Cascadian. Oh, actually, oh, hold up, hold up, folks. Before social media scores. Social media scores. Untapped. This has a 3.81. That's referring to the New England pale ale. And it has a 4.13, which is a 91 outstanding outstanding your advocate and now wow. dear listener we transition now to the whoop switch up the cascadian dark ale i really i want to come off the hop of this i really like the color scheme of this can oh yeah i think this looks really nice i think this comes back to the cherry raspberry um, sour it has the same kind of outlay in the side it says blind man i really like this black and green really love it this kind of circular kind of dotted side the stipple of it there if you look on the back of this there is some pretty intense pie chart that's on here that has rar like pilsner business park powerpoint slide like fucking <laughs> wow <laughs> and, and two huge Mountain. paragraphs of text this was this is what was missing from the last beer, like the actual breakdown of like what's the ingredients and like they in it. Apparently, like this a little bit better, but anyhow, this one was born like all good things out of good times and good people. Our best buds down at Next Act Pub are like us, huge fans of Cascadian dark ales and the marrying of roasted malts and juicy hops. The interplay of refreshing bold just creates satisfaction. Over pints with them, the beer was created in pints. It, it, it is poured in a few fun spots around our fair province. At this point, it's like a secret club. Hey, Mike. We miss being able to share this one with all of you, so we all put in a, put in a tall boy. We all hope that you'll join us in a shared pint here, even if we can't get together to share them together. 
those days will come soon again. I guess they're kind of referring to like being in a pandemic. Yeah. Because I think this is like a specialty beer. Because when I looked on the website, I didn't see this come up. So I think this is like sort of like a. Yes. This is also uh, unfiltered, unpasteurized, no preservatives. This has a 58 IBU. This is going to be ooh, better. Sheesh. 28, 28 SRM. That's sheesh. a. That's a pretty dark boy. Uh, yeah. And I like uh, the, like the little like pie chart that shows like the different ingredients used and like. That, that's mm. pretty cool. I like that. That's Red kind of like Shed a Chocolate Five Hundred. I want to know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know. What usually, that is, when you man. see numbers like that, it's a color. Yeah, usually Red yeah. Shed though chocolate. Yeah, I usually you're the... right. It would be a chocolate. The Wireman Cafria Three Special Flaked Oats. It's, it's kind Red of Red Shed because... Rocky Mountain. Oh, Red I Shed think... is a theme here apparently. Six point six IBU. The, um... To the um the hops in it, or is this just referring to the general ingredients? I think it's it doesn't a, really uh, say red shed chocolate. Could... I think is a malt. Yes. Yeah, this I is think at that point it. it could be a part of part half of these are malts. The other half, yeah. Because when I see like the the pills, that's the malts, like the raw pills. Yeah, it's got to be like the malt flavors added to it. That's cool. Um, it's kind of interesting to say like not a black IPA better because like for all intents and purposes, uh, Cascadian pale ales are pretty much synonymous with black IPAs or uh ibas in the black ales like it's kind of the same term and like cascadian dark ale kind of just refers to like a black ipa which are usually like for folks who don't really know ipas that are kind of use um um kind of like darker kind of more caramel hot like malts in it they kind of have like a more of like a darker appearance black and since like the black color in it um very hoppy very dark um not bitter it's kind of like if you took an ipa and a stout and kind of merged them together you kind of get like a black ipa that's kind of a rough way to, to describe it um pretty popular west coast that's why cascadia and darkdale is the term referred to here uh, referring to sort of west coast style bc uh, washington oregon that sort of thing pacific uh, northwest of, yeah exactly um i love the can design though with the green dots that kind of go around yeah. it's almost like yeah, a little evolution yeah it also just feels super like uh, <laughs> I was gonna say um, campy, but I feel yeah. like that's an adjective maybe used in uh, TV and film that doesn't mean the same thing. <laughs> uh, John, you're you're kind of the the well, you guys are the movie people. Um, I feel like is is campy not a term used to describe like shows or or, or film? Oh yeah, like it's just like silly and kind of goofy and right. playful. Yeah, like I think this is some camp to it for sure. But I mean, I mean uh, when I say campy, I mean like uh, like actual like camp vibes, like with the uh, you oh know, like, okay. I, I know it's like their logo with like the the growler floating in the water. They have the trees. Uh, <laughs> it almost feels like not necessarily Northern Lights but similar kind of vibes. Like I feel like on a, if you're go camping on like a toast or like a cool, like fall night, this would be a beer that you kind of like, kind of, you know, you drink it ice cold, but it kind of warms you up by the fire. Yeah. Um, the color of it, like the black and green, if we're sticking to movies, kind of reminds like the matrix a little bit with like the <laughs> big time. Wow. <laughs> that's a really good reference actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Um, so I'm looking at the, I, I, I speculated, I'm like the sticker, the shape of it kind of looks like, is that referring to like a river or something? But fuck, this can says Blind Man River, which I think is actually the Red Deer River. Is that correct? Because I'm looking up Blind Man River and I'm getting results showing me the, the Red Deer River. Um, does it flow through? Or is it a different called? river? It's Oh, I think it's a separate river that joins the, uh, that does join the Red Deer River. It's like a separate Might river. Might be another leg. 
Oh, yeah. and that's like the same crack or the same like uh, thing that yes. we see in the uh, cherries and raspberry sour. Okay, yeah. Exactly. So Blind Man River, I'm I'm sorry, this folks, this is just Wikipedia. You know, we're getting really rigorous research here. Uh, the Blind Man River is a river in south central Alberta. It forms south of Winfield, Alberta, and flows southeastward before joining the Red Deer River near Red Deer. So it's kind of like an adjoining river in the same spot. So this design is like the actual river. That's what I thought. I was like, this shape looks so yeah. distinct. Yeah, yeah. or like That's very so cool. intentional. That is dope. Yeah, exactly. More intentional than that because it doesn't say on the cherry one. No. Yeah. No. On the sour, it doesn't say fuck all. It's like an escape room. You kind of have to buy all the beers to get the uh, the clue. (laughs) Oh god! I'm just grabbing everything. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. I don't know about you, but I'm. I'm It's a blind man river. I am zero and three in escape rooms. We, I did escape room oh. with friends recently, and the last, the first time I did it, I was just a total fucking dummy. I was just sitting around. Everyone's like, "Look at Sparrow, Red Sparrow, grab this!" And I was just like, "Good job." But this time, I'm, I was like going into it. I was like, "Oh, I'm Good gonna job. not know anything. I'm gonna be a total anchor." And I was fucking on the ball. I'm like, I ran back into the. Whenever you're in escape room, there's like different rooms. You have to always go back yep. to the original room because like there's always gonna be clues yep. there. And I was like, "Yo, the fucking dollhouse changed color." Ah, and like there's also like uh roles like to play yeah like uh and in in general like you basically just have to yell and yell and grab things and assume that everything is a clue yeah pull things off the wall or you know don't destroy things but like literally just open everything and take out everything investigate everything and then just like throw it into the center and be like i found something and (laughs) someone else will like put like piece it together the one i did it was like a murder mystery and like the, the second room, it was like you had to like it showed like someone laying down dead in like their pose, and you had to like lay down and reenact it. So I laid down and reenacted, and as soon as I did that, we got the little ovation meeting we won, and I fucking was like, "Let's fucking go!" <laughs> Just like slamming the floor. I was like, I was so hyped. Oh man, <laughs> nothing better. But we didn't win. But it was it was funny because she's like, "You came close," but kind of described the process as we would need to get there as being like this would probably take us like twenty minutes to an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, "You guys are so close. You just had to do this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing." I'm like, "Okay, maybe maybe not close." But wait, so you didn't was- actually get out? No, we got to like the, I think the second or third room and the third room, and then it was like we were. As she put it very close, but the way she described oh, it, I was like, we okay. would have had to go through a, a few hoops, a hoops gotcha. to get there. But um, anyways, yeah, this fun. Can, yeah, definitely. This can, though, I'm a fan. I think the code looks sick. I like the, the green and black. I, I yep. love the description of the back. It's definitely a step up from the uh, the last one with the IPA. Like, it gives you a little bit more of a breakdown. It's kind of fun and kind of silly and kind of, kind of tongue-in-cheek. And as Tom said, again, kind of referential to the pandemic, the idea of, like, um, it feels very self-aware. It's even, like, addressing Mike. It's, like, you know, playful. I like seeing stuff like that. It gives a little bit of personality, uh, personally, to the kind of the brewery itself. So um, I'm, I'm a fan. What do you guys think of the can otherwise? Um, I I really like this can. I think it's really good. The color scheme, like you said, like the black and the dark green, really gets me. I like how the little logos on the front as well. It has like the hops, the wheat. It has a little campfire. Like you could say, this is a campy beer in that kind of sense. Like this has like really like campfire vibes to it. I'm giving this. I'm giving this an eight. I really like this color scheme. This is just really pops for me. What about you, Dan? I was feeling I was vibing on the eight. I like that score. And mm-hmm. I like all those things you <laughs> mentioned. Um, it, it, it's like and I, I mentioned this actually like uh, before is it does feel like a very uh, campy beer in the sense of like, I want to drink this when I'm camping. It has like a warming vibe. Yeah. To like, ooh, like, a you know, it's like I got a fire going. It's, beer, night. it's like dark can. Yeah. It's yeah. Like- 
So the green and the black, like everything, uh, and then the campfire logo, and the fact that it's like a dark ale, like I just feel it's going to be like a nice beer to have around the campfire on like a maybe a cool night or or just you know any any kind of time. But uh, and I <laughs> I like the little pie chart in the back, but mm. the short story, not a huge fan of. I I do again like the description and I like the personality when when. Uh, breweries kind of go for that like like i said john like the inside jokes or like you know a mic like it's a very personal and 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 i like that part about it um maybe just cut out three or four sentences and strip it down to a little more like fun one-liner two-liner kind of thing mm-hmm. um because again like it, it sounds like it reads like a paragraph and it's just like it's just too much um so I'll, i think i'm gonna stick with eight and I think it's just, it's really the, the amount of paragraphs and the words that is kind of keeping it from going any higher. I, I went, you. I went nine. I think this rocks. This is my favorite <laughs> of the cans. I love, I just seeing the actual blind man river description. I'm like, I'm rubbing my fingers along and I'm like, Oh, it's cool. Yep. Uh, I love the color. I like the black and, and, and green the kind of little swirls that go around. It kind of gives it almost like a little bit of an optical optical illusion. Look, I like the fact that they have like the knob, black ipa better i like my aggressive again i like being aggressively emotionally appealed to and the description in the back it's very kind of of the moment of kind of the pandemic it's kind of fun um i like the little pie chart to me it's a bit of a step up from the ipa one in the same ballpark though i do like the kind of um, i like that they keep the kind of same design style roughly of all their cans but they do change them up like they have like a table here showing the ibu uh srm uh ogfg and all that stuff like it's a little bit differently presented from the um, cherries and sour which is kind of embedded within the sort of blind man label cross uh you know horizontal design label and, and the other one as well too so i kind of like that they you know they have a template like a lot of breweries do now but they they play around with it which i really appreciate so easy nine for me i would just like to i mean huge side note huge like just Throw derailed here field, yeah um but i i wish that breweries especially because obviously can design is like, so unique and popular now but like any it really extends to like any marketing or anything but like i really wish we got to see the artist or, or like their name yeah. was tagged anywhere yeah on it. yeah like and, collective and, like, arts does yeah, yeah and exactly. exactly and like why even with like branding like whether it's like a i don't know like call like a nike like billboard or whatever like why not just add the little like a little you know artist signature doesn't at hurt the bottom. to add someone maybe that's someone through like their actual company that did this that's also a possibility that's why they don't even bother but even yeah, that I mean, like why not why not just put like john true, Smith, why not who, who's employed by nike or whatever like cool but like even just like i want to see what they else like what else they've done it's like yeah. kind of a i don't know like a more of like an open door to like the art right like uh so much about art is um kind of comes from that artist regardless of like if someone like a company perspective or like a logo you gave them like you know 30 descriptive words and here make a logo or whatever but it's like still that interpretation so like you you i don't know you gravitate towards those kind of people and and certain art so if i want to find more about like who designed this can how do i do that i have to like email the brewery and ask like i'm pretty sure they'd be pretty happy if you actually did email them, if you really that, wanted to It's know. just like, it's a lot of legwork. <laughs> I mean, if you really Dan, wanted to know. Spoon feed my here, art to me. First time, long time. Uh, <laughs> I got the scan from Blind Man. 
the hell is this? <laughs> Huge first time, long time rant. That's exactly what that was. Uh, Just like uh, the fucking text on the back of the can. Yeah, yeah exactly. and here I thought I would never Mike call Francesca it the radio cans. station. Here I am. All right, let's crack this goddamn beer open. Oh, yeah. Dan, I think you should crack it. Yeah, Dan's got to crack it. Well, I screwed it up last time, so I have to say three, two, one, crack them, correct? Crack them. This is like the, uh, it's like, you know, press unlock or like open the door when I press unlock on three, two. No, you you did too early. (laughs) Okay. I always do it early when people try to do that to me. Yeah, exactly. It's like rock, paper, scissors, right? You, you know, is it rock, paper, oh, scissors, shoot? Rock, you remember... paper, scissors. Oh, Sean, I, I thought remember... it was shoot. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Do you remember when we tried to do that over Zoom and we were so yeah, delayed? It was like, it was like rock, rock, pa- paper, <laughs> scissor, scissors, shit. We're like, no, nah, okay, this isn't working. Fucking delayed. Not working. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, are we ready? Count us down. Three, two, one, crack them. Good crack. Oh, I got a little uh, tasty. Ooh. Got a little facial from that one. Good You're a flavor. camp girl Good now, smell. Dan. <laughs> Sweet. Can I make millions of dollars? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Check out my OFET. That's DJ Dan. <laughs> or thousands of dollars. <laughs> I don't Let's know how much pours. those people make. Yeah, we need a DPO OnlyFans. Then we'll just, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what they the, the just be naked drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Follow for exclusive Tom drinking a beer content. Oh, um, that's smells husky, good, boys. Malts. I wonder if it gets weird if you finish. have one of those, like you know, uh, OnlyFans or whatever those cam things, and you only have like one or two subscribers or two yeah. viewers or whatever that works. Yeah. Or is it the same one or two Shout people? Like every gym. <laughs> Does that get weird? Does it get awkward? I'm in I the top fifty percent of people. Oh, do you know what? No, okay. That's I want to touch on that. Like, that's so much bullshit. They're like, yeah, it's I'm scam, in the right? top. They're like, I'm in the top 1%. Do you know there's people that are in the top 0.001%? Like, yeah, it's like it goes by fractions. Like, I read that, like, if you touch 1%. your nose, you're, like, above 0% or whatever. It's, it's just what like you, Yeah, you're wait, in the what, top 1%. What, what's, what are you talking about, these top percentages? So, like, like only if you're an OnlyFans creator, it'll actually yeah. it'll say, like, what you're, like, you're in the top whatever of content. Oh, like based okay. on solely how much you make and like okay. all your content that you have subscribers and whatnot. Okay. So like people will say like, I'm in the top 2% of OnlyFans content. And that doesn't actually mean jack shit because there's people that are in the top like 0.001%. Oh, like it goes okay. into like a fraction. So if you say you're like top 2%, that could actually yeah. still be your one of like 10,000 or something. Exactly. 2,000. <laughs> okay. 20,000. Yeah, it's still true, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> like, they're not I'm, wrong. Sorry. Yeah, you're like, not I'm wrong. Not, but like at the same the, time. Yeah, yeah. Bending the rules, yeah. If um, you actually look at it, you, like at the bigger picture, it's like, wow, you're really not that. People that say they're in the top 10%, I'm like, okay, you just joined. <laughs> Anyhow, let's see how this tastes. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This is good. I like this. This is thick. Dark. This is dark. Boy. I knew you'd like this. I, I said, knew it, John. Kind of. I, I, I saw this. I like black IPAs. Big fan. I describe black IPAs as being sort of like a marriage between like a kind of like a West Coast IPA and a stout. It smells like a stout. Oh, this is like. more like a porter. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, it, it is like a porter. It reminds me of the the one I, I did on our pro, pro porter episode. The. Um, yeah. Um, fuck what it was called the uh, magnolia one yeah the magnolia right. Ma- it Mag- it's been so long we're like it starts with an m something <laughs> like that 
kind of flavor, very smooth. Wow. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put in that I'm like, okay, this is a dark ale. Sign me up for the ale. dark ale. We've had a big, group. wide kind of swath of content. We went from like this has a mild of a sour. Cough. Why don't they yeah. put like I'm getting coffee notes big time? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. When you said porter, this is very much in porter. Yeah, porter it tastes town. like a porter. It tastes like a porter to me. You could tell me this is a porter. Yeah. I'd be like, that's yeah, what probably. I was You could say that this is a porter. I would have believed you in a heartbeat. Yeah. Wow. Um, that is super good. I'm getting the caramel. I'm not getting so much coffee, but it's very like very bitter, very solid, very smooth. It's not overtly hoppy. Like it's a really good balanced beer. Um, good mouthfeel, very refreshing at the same time. It almost time. tastes like it has that like nitro. I guess it's like back yeah. to like the porter stouty kind of like nitro vibe. Like it's very smooth, very not you know not low on the carbonation. Good one to finish off. This is a six point six. So this is a much stronger beer. Um, yeah, very 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 good flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we uh, on to the ratings? Oh, yeah. yeah for taste. taste, what are you giving it? Me? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, you. If you want. <laughs> yeah, you. Just yeah. like false out. like, me. oh, no. I just want to kick <laughs> off the ratings. I didn't have my mind made up yet. No, I haven't. I, we can keep drinking it. I'm, um, I'm, I'm still taste drinking mine. So. And mouthfeel. It's got good mouthfeel. That's like a smoke. Not full take another, uh, It's not like the holy smoke beer, but it's like very mild, like, Smoky, kind of like dark. Mm. You know, I'm gonna go nine. No, be a nine point two five. Nine point two five. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we were going to two score. Wow. Let's just fucking do it. Wow. Um, um, nine point five felt a little too high, but I wanted to go higher than nine. Okay. Well, we you know we never usually do the point two five, but let's just do it. Let's just break. guess what? You're the first one to do it, Dan. Yeah. I think I tried to do an episode like I want to do eight point three, and they're just like no point five. I was like, all right, okay, five. guy. Point you know five. what? Hey, hey, I don't want to break anything. You know, if, if I'm breaking rules, like I'll nah, be, that's all right. Tell me, tell me, I'll change it. Um, I this is a great. You know, it has the campfire logo. This to me is like a solid nighttime at the fire. If I want something heavier than just like a generic Pabst or whatever, this is a good smooth finishing mm. beer very, very again very much stronger i couldn't have too many of these like this is like a one oh God, if you no. want to have like one beer and sip on it this, it's a very this good is a, beer too this is bedtime beer i was gonna say though beer. like uh going back to the campfire and i john like i don't mean to you know cut you off you can keep kind of uh <laughs> keep going after oh, it's all right but like just when you said like the campfire and like I, you know i just want one it was literally that idea of like okay you've, you know let's say you're camping you've cooked dinner and you like literally only have two of these things and you're like good to go like sip two of them over like a night with, by the fire and then you have like an early early to bed and up to like up in the morning for like your portage or your hike or whatever yeah. it's 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 very up that up that yeah. vibe good good dry finish um very dry um i really love the um smokiness of it um, mm-hmm. i think that i love the malt in it too like i think it's a very sweet beer which i appreciate um Really, you know, it has a breakdown of the pie chart with all the different malt kind of ingredients they use in it. Um, you know, really mm-hmm. just kind of a good mm-hmm. melting of flavors. It just feels very balanced. It doesn't feel any particular direction. It just kind of has like a nice overtly just kind of mild kind of vanilla caramel sweetness to it, um, which I really like. Again, it is like a porter almost. Like this one is almost for, and I like black it's- IPAs and I find black IPAs kind of analogous to almost like porters sometimes. Um, usually just like kind of like less coffee flavor and I don't get that in this. So to me, this is like, um, as far as black IPAs go, it's like one of the best I've had for sure. 
this is a really good like IPA. And Wait, one. John, oh, you didn't sorry. get your score. Oh, I'm going to go. Uh, I've gone full nines and I'm going to go nine again. I, I don't know if I'd put this Niner. above all the other ones. I feel Niner, like all, of have, all of them have like, I feel like there's all different contexts that I can enjoy these. I don't know if there's one of these that I particularly love over the rest of them, but uh, this was another another hit. Uh, Blind Man, great beers. Very solid. Not bad beers. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give <laughs> not bad beers. Not bad. They're good. Shots fired. I'm giving this. Um, I'm giving this a seven point five. Ooh, sheesh. This taste. I'm. Re- I wish they advertised more of a coffee ale. Yeah. In that sense, there is one beer that I sent John recently from Ben Stick Brewing. It's called the First Pull, and it's a coffee ale. Oh, and nice. that's what we're going to be trying. Yeah, we're going to be trying that soon enough. And that's what I kind of wish they would just call this, like a dark roasted coffee ale. Yeah. I really, it's still tasty. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it is feeling like this is like the last beer you have again. Like the smolders are coming in at the campfire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I dig this. This is, a, this is when this you is... roast marshmallows. It's like hot coals. Yeah. Time. We're, we're winding hold, down. Up, hold up. I have an idea for this as a, as a beer cocktail, as you were saying. Speaking of flow you, you could put this vanilla vodka. And then a toasted roasted marshmallow in this. Ooh, yeah, that'd be garnish. good. Yeah, this would be good. Um, yeah. that would I might, uh, I good. might put something together for uh, for John's bachelor. Oh man, many things happening, folks. A lot of things oh, in the process. God, a lot I of can't machinations. Wait for John's bachelor. I'm going to be on time. a different level. Hey Tom, <laughs> can we uh, can we get a few more of these uh, if we if we were to make cocktails? Uh, oh, yeah. Cocktails of them. These are readily available by me. Excellent. All right. If not, I can just go to the brewery if I really wanted to. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's like a limited time beer, like if we have to like stop now or something. Okay. No, like if you go, I find if you go to the brewery, you'll like like I was saying like just before, like there's the Benstick Brewery. Like right now they're under renovation and all the stores have very limited selection. But if you go to the brewery, they have everything. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Cool. What are we feeling for uh recommendation? Is uh, I, I'm pretty positive on this. I, I think I'm gonna give this an eight and a half, which sounds high, but I'm like, I think the beer itself is quite good. I'm if I'm, I'm kind of on this one. I'm kind of leaning more towards because I always like I find the recommendation score is kind of very wide open. It's like, am I recommending this to just a general wide audience? Am I recommending this to my friends? Am I recommending yep. this to particular people who like this kind of style of beer? And I'm kind of leaning more towards the latter. If I'm recommending someone to something to IPA people, I mean, I think Blind Man, like their IPAs are quite good. Um, I liked the last one, the PLAL, and I even like this one possibly a little bit more. And so I would recommend this one to any of those people. If you're someone who only likes your like um, uh, Keystone Loggers or something, you're not going to like this much. Or or maybe you might. Like, I don't know. Again, like uh, the thing is, a lot of these beers are a little bit more bitter, kind of darker, harsher. But you know, you taste the coffee, the the vanilla, the caramel, the more complex flavors. Uh, you might like it. So it's going to be an eight and a half for me. Nice. I would actually. Um, I'm. I think I'm going to score pretty high on the likely to recommend because, like John, like you said, if you're, <laughs> I'm only a Keystone Light, whatever uh, drinker. And you're like, oh, like I'll try a dark beer. Like I've never had a porter before. Yeah. I would sneak them this and be like, here is your, you know, little uh, middle ground kind of like 
joiner bridge like to like to, to porter life and you yeah. don't, don't even have to tell them it's a dark ale I'll be like just try this darker beer uh and they might dig it um like like yeah to recommend or have again again i i couldn't order a lot of them yeah uh if i was at a bar it would be like one and done but i'd be satisfied with it uh, but i would recommend it for sure i think it is again accessible anyone who's like wants to get into the dark beers this is a great little uh segue into that that world it's like very inoffensive it's not heavy it doesn't sit heavy in your gut uh it's a nice smooth flavor it's pretty delicious it has like mm. coffee notes I, like there's almost a little bit of smokiness and chocolate yeah. in there like it's it's very porter-esque um and and i i, I just want to go camping right now and drink this out of a yeah, this is a good, like, campfire beer yeah like this would be dope for like so i, I gotta give it a nine for likely to recommend hell yeah how about you uh tom i'm giving this an eight for recommendation Nice. I feel like this is a great beer. I think most people wouldn't turn this away in one sense because it has that coffee flavor to it. I feel like most people could relate to it in that sense. They're like, oh, this isn't so bad, but I, I'd like this. I'd have this again, too. Like This is actually very surprising. I did not expect this at this point. You should know it has a 3.78 on untapped. Uh, no beer advocate scores. It hasn't been reviewed there. Uh, but just, just 3.78 on untapped? That's pretty good too for tap scores. Uh, pretty, Seems pretty fair. Like low compared to the other two, I guess. It's just a hair behind the uh, New England Pale Ale, and um, it's above the cherries and, and raspberry sour. So it's uh, oh, <laughs> Tom, see the Bucks uh, do well. He's. I was uh, gonna say, Tom, what air. are you watching right now? I'm watching the Bucks game right now. I'm repping my jersey. I just saw Pat Kavanaugh just score this layup, and I'm what's like, the score? It's right been now? a pretty. It's sixty to fifty-four Milwaukee. Which Actually, very hot. man, Boston yeah. is washed. They're getting if Boston got Not gassed even. up, everyone's like the Celtics Walk- are going to win the East, and like Milwaukee's man. like, no, folks, Cel- sorry, Celtics uh, are fucking playing hard, and like Milwaukee mm-hmm. has to play hard to match it. Like, watch that, like Miami those, win again. Whoever wins, I said this like even last year, like when Milwaukee played Brooklyn, I was like, whoever wins this game is winning. Yeah, I felt like that watching the Boston, at least the Brooklyn, East. I was at like, least the East. Watching Celtics Nets, I'm like these two teams are like the best teams. Oh and I, because I watched a ton of, I watched a ton of fucking um, swept them. I mean, I got to watch my team just like eat shit, so you know it was fun. But uh, okay, hey, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Everything's great. I'm trying not fun. to throw too much salt. If it wasn't for <laughs> you, I would just laugh. <laughs> I, mean, I have a soft spot for Chicago. The Rams are good, baby. Yeah, I had a soft spot for the Bulls, but still. Yeah, and the Rams were like, nice play- enough to win in the most dramatic fashion of like every game being a fucking I'll put it this way. Time. If if Chicago didn't play Milwaukee, they would have easily made the second round. I don't think that's true. I think they would have lost like, yes. pretty much every team. Not even. In the- Not even. <laughs> Except Atlanta, maybe. Like, yeah, <laughs> they they, Atlanta. They're terrible, man. They Like half a team was injured by the end. They were like <laughs> dusted. No Caruso, no, uh, no, uh, you could Zervini, definitely beat, dust. exactly. You could have easily beat fucking Atlanta. Can't, can't, you could have beat fucking oh, they, Toronto for fuck's sake. Nah, they wouldn't be. They they could be Atlanta. I think Toronto was like a hair above Chicago and Atlanta for sure. Um, I would say Toronto had a good run. I, I, it's like, why can't I just been stuck to being a Toronto fan? I like, you know, I, I grew up, I like the Raptors, I watched a lot of Raptors basketball. I decided to self identify as a a Chicago Bulls fan, and uh, my life has been misery because of it. You know, I could have seen my team win, but hey, at least the Bulls won something, folks. Not totally. I was gonna say you there. got a sweet like crave documentary out of it. 
yeah, 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 exactly. I got to, uh, I got, and I got to see a Super Bowl, so that was good. That was a good yeah. time. And they lost and then won again, which is even better. So, uh, mm. anyhow, any mods though? Any modifiers? Do, I gave it a mod. I think it deserves a mod. I like this beer. Okay. Um, yeah, my favorite of the bunch. And I'm, you know, we had we we, we kind of got away from mods for a little while. We had a good stretch where we like barely did any mods. So I'm trying to be like, you know what? I'm going to try to do a mod every episode. So I'm going to give it a mod. I'm actually going to give it a mod. I think this earned it. Ooh. This was surprising to me in one sense. I had very low hopes for this. I rated it kind of low because I was like, well, but it's still like, this is a pretty good fucking beer. Again, this is only like a one and done, but still like, this is like a beer that you could definitely like would want to try. Yeah. How about you, Dano? I will also give it the modifier. Whoa. Three-way mod. The more I keep drinking it, the more I keep loving it. And I really want yeah, to get like a too. bag yeah. of marshmallows and just put them yeah. over my stove or a zip. Okay. I have a story. Okay. So when <laughs> I was younger, I used to like, I had an abundance of Zippo lighters. So anyhow, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Please don't I tell me like, you roasted marshmallows with a Zippo. Yeah. I roasted my marshmallows <laughs> with on a Zippo lighter. And then this is the kicker. A piece of marshmallow drip onto the lighter. And it extinguished the flame, and I licked it off, and I burnt my tongue. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh fuck, man! You know the. Oh my god! It was worth the squeeze. It was worth yeah. it. I remember I, I had a little white the... patch on my tongue for like a week. <laughs> I the did that flavor. For being sour candy. The flavor of a Zippo roasted marshmallow, like like Zippo, just tastes like Zippo. Like it tastes like the smell of butane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. I burned my tongue like that from food. <laughs> I've had my nose bleed because of fucking how much butane I've inhaled. Jesus. In the Zippo, I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to hanging out with you in person, Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, soon. I think we're gonna soon. have a good time soon. Soon. <laughs> Anyways, um, man, this brewery like this... was quite fucking good. Good beers all around. Yeah, I mean, minus the New England Pale Ale, but that was just a Dan's preference because you guys scored it really high. <laughs> I was really I surprised. Mean, I thought yeah. that was being like because we this like this came in a mix pack, and I thought I'm like, wow, this really kind of touched bases on every kind of aspect in one sense. Yeah, I was hoping that there'd be more of like a logger and. In one sense, in that case, to kind of yeah. balance it out. Yeah, kind of glad there wasn't. We got to try like three very different. Yeah, uh, very different. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the social media score. Or sorry, the um, the fucking. I'm, I've had too many beers today. <laughs> the fucking scores are in. <laughs> Shout out to Carling Light, everyone. Um, Go. <laughs> Goated with the sauce. Goated with the sauce, man. Carling Light, you know, <laughs> busting shot, it down, sexual shot. style. Busting it down, yeah. Um, anyway, so um, cherries and raspberry sour. John, I gave it an 8.8. Ooh, sheesh. Tom gave it a 7.6. Dan gave it an 8.0, which gives that one an 8.13. So just like a hair Ooh. above an 8.1. Um, New England Pale Ale. John, I gave it an 8.5. Tom okay. gave it an 8.6. Daniel gave Ooh. it a 7.2, which gives that one an 8.1 on the dot. So just a hair oh. above cherry. So I Dan, think I know who won. <laughs> and, and the Cascadian Dark Ale, I gave it a 9.0. Tom, 
Tom gave it an 8.0. Dan gave it an 8.9, which gives that one an 8.63, which means wow. or 8.6, which means the Cascadian Dark Ale wins and the Cherries and Raspberry Sour just barely comes in second. Overall, this was probably one of the best brewery spotlights we've done in terms of overall scores. All above eight, all really high. We liked all these beers. The lowest score that was given was Dan. 7.2 for the Nipa, but like otherwise, like yeah, they're all above seven. Like these were this was really good, man. These beers rocked. Yeah, yeah. they were there's a little incredible. lot of hidden. There's a lot of hidden gems in real Alberta for breweries. Yeah. Especially if you start going down against like like central Alberta oh, yeah. or like southern Alberta, that's where you really start to see some good ones. The siding 14, like we were pretty big on that, yeah, that was, early on for the the, uh, the coal pusher. Yeah, the Pinocchio. Shout out to Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, Steve. Shout out to Pinocchio like Stampede. A, is that like the kind of like equivalent to like Ontario's Prince Edward County kind of thing? Essentially, I would say that. Like Pinocchio is a very small town. Like, oh, okay. The reason why I even know about Pinocchio is because they have the second largest stampede. So there's the Calgary Stampede and then there's the Pinocchio Stampede. Okay. Shout out to the Royal Tellrell Museum in, in, uh, in Drumheller. We went there. It was yeah. good. That's also times. really good. We also got yeah, to do no. the Valley Brewery. Oh, we stopped. Yeah, we st- we stopped in Valley Brewery. I got a fucking. I have a shirt and I have a hat, so I'm gonna wear my Valley Brewing hat because you know the namesake and all that. So that was a good time, man. I thought the only Valley was like Ottawa Valley. Nobody, they got John, the Valley Brewing in Drumheller. John cheating in Ontario. Man, Royal Tyrell Museum, Drumheller. Man, Alberta is a great place. It's a great province, Canada. People, you know, sometimes Canadians were very fractured. We have different viewpoints and different things, but we have a beautiful country that, you know, has a lot of beautiful people that were raised here as, you know, First Nations and stuff. We have a beautiful country, a beautiful region. We should respect it. And all of us have something to offer, whether you're from Quebec or PEI or Alberta. Great place. Or what a the country. territories. And, and shout out to the territories. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I want to go to... we When we were in fucking Calgary... We went to a little uh, liquor store that's uh, or like one of those little like beer store joints for craft beer that you have. It's so weird because like, every, you know, in Ontario, it's like you go to the beer store or L- LCBO and you just have like a shelf full of fucking craft beer. But in Alberta, because it's like Quebec, where it's like you can buy it at gas stations or wherever. It's like they have like very distinct like craft beer stores where you buy like craft beer. But nonetheless, yeah, okay. everything um, is had, independent. So like everyone yeah. has. Wait, you say they have craft can... beer stores? Yeah, it's yeah. like. Yeah, like nine really? vines or it whatever. Like they Calgary, just like yeah. solely sell craft beer. No way. Yeah, it's like their whole shtick. But they, yeah, the Sher- the Sherbrooke liquor store. That's where I used to, right by where I used to work. They sp- only sell craft beer. That's it. Uh, well, well, that'd be such a cool like idea. Even like in Ontario, like there's so many craft beers and stuff. Like I literally haven't bought a case of like Blue or Molson Canadian or whatever <laughs> in like in years. But like. It'd be so much easier just to go to like a store that doesn't have all that stuff, and literally all your like your only options are like local craft options, mm-hmm. or not even local. Like I know there's like stupid uh, rules and whatever, but like I know you can like uh, the LCBO and the beer store can do cross provincial sales yeah. and stuff like that. So if you could just go to a store that was dedicated to craft beer from across Canada, like how is there not a huge market for that? Yeah, but I will say 
there's a Yukon brewing and hopefully we're going to get a chance to do Yukon in the future. We want to shout out our, I'd really like to go to Yukon. Yeah. Same. So if you go into Northern Alberta, if you take the highway 43 that goes up to grand Prairie, you'll actually see the sign saying that this is the highway to Alaska. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause you can actually get, take that right to Alaska. So it'll go pretty much right to like fucking through the Yukon and right to Alaska. Like great to like Anchorage or whatever. Yeah, you can go to Anchorage. Nice. I'd love to go to uh yeah, Yukon or Alaska. Do you do Both fishing, them, yeah. Jan? Uh yeah, I wouldn't say like I I know a lot okay. about it, but I do enjoy just sitting on the water and throwing a line into the water oh, yeah. and having a beer and just chilling. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Well, because there, there's like time. a I was planning like a fishing trip at this point to go to Alaska because there's oh, like man. really that great was, that'd be amazing. Like yeah, uh, like a, fly fishing or just like cast uh, fishing? Oh no, we're cast, we can do both because there's both there. That's what's nice about it because you're in the Pacific that you can have the stream that you can still do fly fishing, but you can go out and like go on like you can troll even at that. Okay, point. like I've done some uh, deep sea fishing both on the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean, like uh, nice. at, uh, like off of PEI, and then um, a cousin of mine has a, a a gorgeous cottage on like the BC coast. So like I've done Ooh, some uh, Pacific nice. coast fishing there. Perfect. Pacific um, Coast fishing is really nice. Oh, it's mm. heavenly. Hell yeah. But uh yeah, so like I'm into that kind of like I guess like level of fishing. I, I don't, you know, I don't tie my own uh fly fishing bait or like <laughs> don't <laughs> make your own. And I don't do <laughs> I that do kind of thing. But uh, if, you're, if you were with, to put together like, like a, a a fishing trip of like something oh, like man, that, I would hundred percent. There used to it. there used to be a place that I lived up in North called Lac La Biche, and they there I had a secret gem of a spot that you were guaranteed to walk away with like three fish each. Oh, they were just like jumping out of the water. That type like of you place. could I, you could because it was like it was a drop off, so you could walk into the water at like ten feet. Oh and yeah, it oh, would really? just drop off. Yeah. And then it would oh, just so it's like a long, off. flat, kind of, like, kind of a shallow coast. Yeah, so you like a beach kind of sense. Oh, yeah, man, you could walk into the, the water, and then you could cast from there. But you could just literally take a hook with bait and dump it into the water, and then you could pull out a fish. Like, it was... Oh, that's beautiful. It was perfect. There's a lot of jackfish, or as you would say, like, pike and stuff like that, and, like, walleye. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, when yeah. I moved here, I thought I didn't realize that there was different name for walleye. Oh yeah, domestic poisson. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, no. Like when I first came, I was like, I remember being like, "Oh, there's a lot." Like, "Oh, do you have any walleye in here?" And they're like, "Oh, we have a lot of jackfish." And I was kind of like, then someone's like, "Well, jackfish are technically like a like a little bit different than walleye." Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, great, great episode, folks. Good beers. We'll say, uh, folks. I think next week we're probably going to be off because I'm away. I don't think Tom, I think Tom, you're busy or Al is probably wrapped up too. So next week we won't be around, but it won't matter because we're already like two weeks ahead. So it won't, it'll be seamless, but uh, I think we're going to catch up again soon. We've got some more great beers coming through to you. We're going to be doing some more craft beers. Tom just sent me one. I just sent Tom one. Um, we also have D- Dominion city in the works and Dan's going to be on for that one. That'll be you know, at some point I'm not going to be a guest host anymore. I'll just for a guest. Uh, guest <laughs> Honorary. Yeah. Well, I want one episode where it's just like Dan, Steve and Tom. Yeah. The, like, yeah. Steve. Steve. Who's Steve? Oh, Steve Stout is like, Steve. yeah. Stout Steve. I've met, He's... I've met Steve. We met Stout Steve. Steve. We met him in the flesh. We saw Steve shout out. He's uh, from Calgary. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. He's actually technically from Panoka. 
Oh, he's from Anoka. That's how we got signing 14. Yeah. Loves or or Good we dude. do like a, what if we do like a, you know, kind of like a guest all stars and it's like, you know, oh, man. three yeah. guests, like you guys, you guys aren't even there or like you produce it or, or you know, oh, yeah. you, just, you, you just kind of, you're he's there as a, as an MC. And then the, you know, it's like three other people or something that I would join is just as an MC. I would just yeah, like, exactly. chime in for like little quips here and there, you know? Like a you little, do like, like a, a, add a little more fun into it. Be like, you know, we'll do like quizzes Burns. or like some blah, sort blah, of blah, like, blah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a little, a, you know, you're basically like hosting it uh, as opposed to like you know participating. I guess like I would do that for a, sure. More That'd of a host or an MC. Hell yeah! So a lot of craft stuff coming through, folks. So we do have Ottawa's beloved Dominion City is going to be coming up. Uh, but we got some more stuff coming up. Uh, there's going to be another another craft brewery from the Muskoka region coming through. I was talking to the girl at the Dominion City booth, and she said, hey, there's a spot near um, Kingston. Can't remember the name. God, McPherson. Uh, I got to Google it. It's like Bath, Ontario. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll look at that one, too, because why not? I always take suggestions. And uh, we got some more stuff coming up. Uh, stay tuned. Al will be back at some point. You know, he's a beloved father. He's raising a child. So whenever he's available, probably May long, we might try to get him on for the cheap loggers when we have lined up yeah, at some point. We have the so. cheap logger domestic or cheap craft loggers, I should say. And we're also looking at doing the Arizona iced teas. So we're going to be uh, oh, cracking man. that Oh, man, this box. summer, it's tea season. It's last tea. year, we did, we we did the seltzer. Last season. Yeah, we didn't do any teas. We did all, all seltzer Sundays. Today, this year, it's going to be fucking tea Tuesdays. Tea. Twisted Arizona. We got fucking y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. We got a lot, a lot, a lot of teas Hi, coming y'all. out. So a lot of teas coming through. Oh, we're going to be doing oh, some yeah. of American those. Vintage. That's right. Yeah, American Vintage. We got a lot of uh, a lot of teas coming through. A lot of different uh, drinks as well, too. Um, anything you guys want to plug before we uh, wrap things up? As always, listen to the Sea Struck Movie Podcast. Oh, yeah. And you should actually listen I'm to fin- a new episode. I'm finally on it. Tom's on. So listen to we've been doing. Uh, we've kind of been going back and forth between our John Carpenter watch series and our just like whatever episodes. Uh, usually we do kind of like guest ones. If you want to come on, like you have a favorite ep- favorite movie, come on the podcast. We'll, we'll chat about it. We had Tom on. We talked Office Space. It was a great episode. Really good discussion. Um I think uh yeah it was a, it was a fucking fun episode so listen to that one that one's coming out Tom's on it uh, we're probably going to have Tom again again for of course for some future episodes as well too uh but oh, check definitely. out the Seat Trek movie podcast and um what else um I got to you know check out johnnycakes.substack.com I have a little kind of like Substack account which is basically a glorified newsletter i'm way behind in terms of posting my favorite movies of the year i already i already drafted up the list i wrote it down i crossed my t's dotted my eyes i like made my list of my favorite movies of the year and i'm like here's what i'm going to talk about so that's going to be coming out at some point i know it's like fucking may it's we're almost halfway through the new year so i'm behind on that but that's going to be coming out soon uh daniel anything you want to mention or plug i know you got a a show coming up in a month so yeah plug loon choir (laughs) <laughs> i feel like every every time i'm on yeah you guys ask me to plug it i never have anything to actually plug um <laughs> or i did and then our shows got canceled or postponed yeah, because exactly. of uh you know classic classic covid just doing its thing what? um <laughs> sorry did you did you know that there's a pandemic going on tom no i live in alberta we're in, okay. we're in a panini right now <laughs> yeah according to jason kenny there is no there is no <laughs> it makes fine folks yeah um, fine. so i will say yeah to anyone who's listening in the ottawa area june 4th at irene's pub 
Loon Choir is playing, I think, with yeah. uh, with opener uh, Robin Kelly, uh, a, a local kind of, uh, I gotta say, phenom little uh, singer songwriter, uh, kind of like jazz indie folk uh, vibes. And then you know we we haven't played a show in probably like three years, yeah. so it's kind of our uh, our you know welcome back to the world. We'll be playing a mixture. Yeah. It's also this year is our, I think, 10 year anniversary of uh, our album Fire Poems, which came out nice. in uh, 2012. Uh, so we're going to play a few songs from there. Hey, a bunch of other songs from. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, glad you're coming, John. It's going to be fun. And uh, we have some even brand new songs. So it's going to be, you know, a couple hours Ooh. of uh, of really interesting, fun, cool new tunes. So, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That, that's, uh, that's my plug for this time. Sweet. So check that out. Um, check out Loon Choir, and uh, it's gonna be at a reads. What date is it? Again? Oh, fucking album. June. June fourth. June fourth. Tom. Tom said, "Fucking buy an album because you know <laughs> you might be like, album. I listen on Spotify. That's enough. No, yeah, I listen to it on Apple Music. It's like that. You know, people don't get jack shit from that. Well, they no, get tenths no. of a penny. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we get point zero 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 one of a penny." Yeah, but so hey, every, every little bit and, counts. Not and, gonna, yeah, exactly. you know, not gonna lie again. If you want to jam it on your Spotify, you know, you know, when you go to sleep and you just put a Spotify playlist on loop, throw on Lunquar. Yeah, exactly. And uh, as well, you know, if you do want to buy an album, buy an album. And also, I will say, uh, Bandcamp, they're a great website too for uh, supporting artists. I've been a big advocate of Bandcamp Fridays, the first Friday of every month. Um, most of the proceeds, I mean, it's still like a good like 70 to whatever split, but the overwhelming majority of the proceeds, like 90% on Fridays, the first Friday of the month, go towards musical artists on Bandcamp. So uh, the great spot as well, too, I will mention. I'm a big fan of that. And uh, great, great chat with you all. We'll see you all again next week. Take care, folks. Have a good one. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on her website www.natalierive.com. That's R-I-V-E-T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, Kelsey.